The 2022 college ball season is done, except for the, of course, the last game of the season, all culminating to the national championship, which happens tonight with TCU versus Georgia. But other than that, other than those two teams, every team is done playing. And specifically for the Big Ten, as you can see, the title of the show, the Big Ten Takeover, there are a few teams that, you know, maybe I didn't talk about as much of the season because they weren't doing so well or there wasn't a whole lot in the news for them. But there are a few teams where you kind of look around the Big Ten and you go, okay, whose stock is on the rise and whose stock is going down? And there's five teams specifically from the Big Ten that I wanted to look at. And I think there's other teams you could make arguments for stock up, stock down, kind of right in the middle, not moving at all. But there's a few that I really wanted to dive into today. So let's get into those. Before we do, make sure you go hit the subscribe button for the Takeover Sports Network for all content on Big Ten, college ball, Big 12, SEC, NFL, all of it, ACC, Fast college basketball, make sure you go to the subscribe button. So the first one, stock up the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes, 2022 was not the season for the Badgers. It's not the one that the not the one that the fans hoped for in a division in the Big Ten West division that was really anybody's to win. And it kind of was going into that. We knew that it could still be anybody's to win. Yes, Purdue had a good season last year. A lot of high hopes for Nebraska. Um, you know, coming into 2022, Iowa was going to be there. Minnesota had their eyes set on a Big Ten West championship, and Wisconsin was in that, was in the thick of that with all those teams, and it didn't work out. They finished 7-6, and six, fifth in the Big Ten West. Um, they fired Paul Chris midway through the season. You know, they went through turmoil on offense, different, you know, various things that happened. So why would their stock be up? Well, one name, and that's Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle, I've covered in a few other videos, is already making his impact felt in Wisconsin. I've talked about it a lot, how Luke Fickle's – identity that he brings from Cincinnati can change this Wisconsin Badgers program in ways that we haven't seen programs change that often, right? You get a new head coach comes in and the program sometimes accelerates and goes up. Sometimes it stays exactly where it was. Sometimes it, it you know, takes steps back. The jump that Wisconsin football can take with Luke Fickle is massive. That's why their stock is up. You've already seen it. You've already seen their program stock start to rise just for the month, month and a half that Luke Fickle has been there. And it's through recruiting. It's through the transfer portal. It's through keeping players. Star running back Braylon Allen, who there was rumors he might transfer, said, nope, I'm staying here. I talked with Luke Fickle, met him, had a conversation. I'm staying in Wisconsin. He had two big-time quarterback transfers from the portal come in, former four-star quarterback Nick Evers, who I've talked about in a previous video, and then SMU quarterback Tanner Mordecai, who can sling it. So you're already seeing ripples with Luke Fickle. You're going to see it in recruiting – might not happen this year specifically with the recruiting class just because it was pretty short notice to when the recruiting class is done. But you're going to see it very soon, whether it's a transfer portal, but you're going to see it very soon in recruiting. So if Wisconsin's identity can change, like I think it's going to be, like I think it's going to change on offense with Luke Fickle, with these additions, with the way they're going to build this team, Wisconsin can be dangerous. And not two, three years down the road, they can be dangerous next year. They can be very dangerous next year. Stock down, Michigan State. Spartan fans, I said at the beginning of last season that I think Michigan State would take a, a bit of a dip. I think I said maybe seven and five, six and six. They were losing a lot of talent. I don't think you could have predicted injuries, but they were losing a lot of talent coming off a great uh, elite year, not just for the program, but in general in college ball. They're 11 and two in 2021. They were on the cusp of a Big Ten championship game birth. They were on the cusp of potentially going to the playoffs. They beat their rival Michigan, right? They lost to Ohio State, and that's kind of what upended it. But they had an elite season. Um, they dealt with talent loss to the draft this past year. 
dealt with injuries. They finished five and seven, missed the bowl game. But they're already in a division with three, at least for 2023, three playoff teams in my mind. And that's Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Those three teams are all playoff contenders for next year. And those three teams will remain playoff contenders, especially when the 12-team playoff comes, comes apart. And no matter how the Big Ten changes divisions a year from now or two years from now, they're going to be in a conference with those three teams, with you know USC joining, with who else might be joining, whoever knows. And so to have all of that wrapped around and you go into next season, you're like, well, unless you're going to get, you know, a new identity through quarterback, unless they're going to get, you know, X amount of things to happen, unless crazy things happens with Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State's not winning the Big Ten East. It's not going to happen. And you're playing, you're playing those three teams. You're playing Washington in week three. Yes, it's at home. Washington, a, a team that's also looking to be a playoff contender. So you're playing four playoff contenders and the rest of the Big Ten. I, I see another year for Michigan State next year of more questions and answers. Uh, stock up Penn State. Penn State fans, I know that you've heard this before. Next season's going to be the, the the biggest season of all time, right? Next season's going to be best thing since sliced bread. Next year is where James Franklin finally gets over the hump and, and takes a team to heights they haven't seen, right? I'm here to tell you, yes, I know it hasn't worked out. I'm here to tell you that 2023, the season, is potentially their best chance of doing so. They finished the year 11-2 and two with their only two losses coming to the playoff representatives from the Big Ten and, and an ugly loss against Michigan and then a, a relatively close game against Ohio State. And they they finished the season with a convincing win in the Rose Bowl against a top-ranked Utah team who plays with a lot of heart, plays with a lot of talent. They did so. Penn State did without some of their top players, Joey Porter Jr., Barker Washington, uh, two, both of their offensive tackles missing the game. They will return the best running back duo in college football in Singletary and Katron Allen. They will return uh, an experienced offensive line. They will return playmakers on defense and Abdul Carter. We'll see who maybe declares for the draft. They will return playmakers on offense outside of Katron Allen and Nick Singleton. And most importantly, they are bringing in and having a new quarterback, former five-star Drew Aller, take the reins. I don't know what his future at Penn State is in terms of success. I think he's going to be successful. Is he going to be, you know, the um, kind of what a lot of Penn State and college football fans thought Christian Hackenberg might be? There was a point, if you if you all remember, there was like sophomore year, maybe he was like, okay, Christian Hackenberg is going to be, you know, the number one overall pick the following year. And it didn't work out like that. But Drew Aller has all the talent in the world to make the throws that Sean Clifford couldn't. Sean Clifford did some great things through his legs. He made some great throws. He was a gritty guy. He was a great leader. Drew Aller is the quarterback that Penn State has been looking for for a while now, if he develops. And he's got all the talent to develop. And I know you don't want to live in a world of what ifs. But I do think that Penn State not only should gain traction in being talked about as the Big Ten East favorite for next year, but as the Big Ten Conference champion for next year. That's how big uh, I think their stock, stock is going up for Penn State. Stock down Indiana. Hoosiers finished four and eight in 2022. They had every loss that they had come by an average about 20 points per game. Yes, some of those are skewed, but if you go back and look through it, only a handful of that were single digits. Um, they're, they, they beat only two teams in the Big Ten. Illinois was the only impressive win, impressive team at least that they beat. That was, I think it was the week zero, maybe it was week one, um, and they beat them by three points. So that's a good win, but when you only beat two Big Ten teams, it kind of gets lost in the, in the shadows and in the clouds. They bring in the 62nd ranked recruiting class for 2023. 
So right about middle of the pack. And, and quite honestly, I see uh, at minimum five losses on their schedule next year. At minimum. there I think there's guaranteed five losses on their schedule next year. And that would put them at, at best at seven and five. And I don't think it'll be that. I think there's potentially uh, three more losses around the corner for them. So Indiana fans, if you disagree, let me know why. But I, I don't know how you how Indiana's stock goes up from here, um, especially just looking around the rest of the conference, um, the, 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 the other teams lurking around them that can go and strike. It's not looking pretty for Indiana. And then stock up, Nebraska. Has to, have to mention Nebraska. I know I said this before last season. Nebraska fans, maybe you saw it. I, I really did think last year for Nebraska was going to be a springboard into 2023 where Nebraska goes, okay, we're going to win eight games in 2022, maybe nine games. We're going to compete for the Big Ten West. And then in 2023, we're coming for it all. We're coming to be an 11, you know, 10, 11, maybe 12 win Big Ten team. That didn't happen. This is different. Uh, and I know I was wrong then. Nebraska is a sleeping giant who is a blue blood program. Big Ten fans, college football fans, you could disagree. But Nebraska is a sleeping giant, just like Michigan was a couple of years ago. And when they turn, when that giant wakes up, the whole realm of college ball knows that it's not like Iowa sleeping around and then they'd be good. It's, it's not like that. Nebraska is a, is a, um, a program that, that means more than almost every program in FBS. They're one of the few elite programs, not obviously in modern college history, but historically. And Matt rule is the guy that I think can reawaken that they're already bringing in a top 30 recruiting class. They're bringing in an ultra-talented quarterback in Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech through the transfer portal who could certainly play in the NFL one day to compete with already talented quarterback and six-year quarterback returning starter Casey Thompson. Nebraska, in my opinion, and I again, I know I said this last year, should have an eight-win season next year. It wouldn't shock me at all if they had an eight-win season next year, maybe even a nine-win season. So you look at these teams, yes, you could argue, okay, Michigan stock is up. Could argue Ohio State stock is a little down, maybe a little up. Who knows? There are other teams too, but those five specifically were the ones I think it was pretty clear where you can really look at it and go, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Penn State, their stock is going way up. Michigan State, Indiana, it, it's, it seems a little clear their stock is going down. So those are the five teams. Let me know in the comments if you disagree with them. Again, make sure you subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network. And, of course, we are partnered with Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Make sure you use the promo code TAKEOVER for 100% instant deposit match up to $100. They've got an easy-to-use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play where you can pick two to five players and overrun their projections, mix sports entries, and went up to 10 times on any entry, and you make that entry in 60 seconds or less. So, again, use the promo code TAKEOVER for that 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's promo code TAKEOVER on prize picks for the network for the show. I am Donovan White and I will see you all next time.